Today is May 6th, and the Yankees have taken two out of three from the Minnesota Twins, the team with the best record in baseball. Miguel Andujar made his return. Gary Sanchez went nutso, and Domingo Herman had yet another great start. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for stopping by and spending an hour with Jake and I as we recap this series versus the Minnesota Twins. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I got my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. Yankees beat the Twins, Jake. Rain delay in the su- on Sunday, some fun on Friday, a little some non-fun on Saturday, but the Yankees did it. They beat the Twins. We got a lot to talk about. We got the injury updates. We got game recaps, burns, and then stay around for the end because we will be announcing the winners of the Yankees uh, goodie bags featuring the 2019 baseball prospectus book. So stick around. Let's uh, let's kick it off to our sponsors of this episode, Jake. We got Mike Calabrese. I feel like we, I've heard seen his name before because Calabrese is pretty fun. Yeah, good good paisan name. Nicholas Gullo. Gullo. Uh, Gallo, McFly. Do you think that's how in 1999 that's what their house voicemail said? Hello, you've reached the Gallos. <laughs> Gallo, we just missed you. Yeah, yeah, like a thousand percent. Yes. Okay, <laughs> Andrew Boyer, Bowyer, Jeff Mitchell, good name. Scott Marin, nice. Mitch Bay. You think people in middle school used to call him Bitch May? Ooh. Uh, yeah, at some point they put that together. Yeah, someone did that. Yeah. Dennis Bryan. Andrew Tolly. Nice. Two good solid names there. Luke Kakoulis. You did good there. You think it, or it could sound more like a sneeze and be Luke Kachoulis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going full sneeze there. Kachoulis. <laughs> Bobby Dobbins. Ooh. Bobby Dobbins. That's a good baseball name. To have OBB in the first name and then OBB in the last name is pretty cool. Yeah, Bobby Dobby. That's a no-brainer. Bobby Dobby. Bobby Dobby. Bobby Dobby. Bobby Sam- Dobby. We like to potty. <laughs> With Bacotti. Yeah. Sam Eckstein. I've seen another, Sam around. Another baseball name. Alan, like this one, too. Alan Loop. Alan Loop is a great lefty pitcher name. Out of the pin, Alan Loop, he's got a curveball, and that's it. Or a basketball player that does a lot of alley-oops. Yeah. Because his name is... Alan Loop, alley-oop. Your name is alley-oop. Your name is alley-oop. If he goes by alley, his name's alley Loop. Yeah, whatever. And Cullen Marcinczyk, old Pompey friend. friend. Cullen used to... Cullen, I think, had a record where he went to like every opening day for a while. I wonder if he's still doing that. You guys were hockey guys. Yeah. Hi, Cullen. Cullen, one of the more jovial people I've ever met. Happy guy, yeah. Having a good time wherever he goes. Yeah. Big laugh. Yeah. Can someone can someone tweet at us or the people in the live chat? Do people like when we do the name stuff? I bet some people skip it. I mean, people that 
our patrons and support us. I'd, I'd love to know the, there's definitely people that like it. There's junk that could live without it. And then there's definitely a skip crew. I'm, I just, I don't know the ratio. Like I couldn't put percentages on it. Well, we're not going to stop doing it. Support us and we will have fun with your name as well. Oh yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, there's a chance we'll stop. <laughs> it was, I was just curious. Uh, Connor and Bobby in the chat say name stuff is a great time. Yeah. Name stuff is solid. So there you go. Okay. Well, let's, I just let's, want to confer- confirmation. Those people, if you're a first-time listener, you're wondering who these names are. They're our most recent Patreon subscribers. They support us on Patreon. $2 a month, you get a chance to win a jersey via raffle. You get a chance to win a jersey via contest. We just gave out two. Chris Northrup, I need need to get in touch with you, Chris, because you won the contest. And actually, dude, our dude Bubok won it from Nebraska. Wow, very nice. active, Very active member of the community. And he came up out of the uh, all the patrons on the raffle today. He won it. So join uh, join now, and you will be entered into the May raffle. You can win the contest and the raffle. You can win the raffle every month. It's $2 a month, and you get live access, early access, uh, early access to our event that we're hosting on July 17th. July 17th, correct, Jake? July 17th. It's the Wednesday. Yes. So we are hosting an event on July 17th versus the Rays. Our Patreon members uh, got first crack at buying tickets. A lot of them took advantage of that. They also got $10 off. It is July 17th versus the Rays. Um, section 314, left field, box seat, home run area. Me and Jake will be there. The, the entire, when gates open until first pitch, it's going to be all you can drink, beer, and all you can eat, food, ballpark food, chicken fingers, hot dogs, burgers, all that stuff. Uh, we're going to have like a roped off section. So it'd be a little fun talking Yanks crew. And you get a shirt, a special shirt that will only exist for those, uh, the people that are there. So uh, come Monday morning. So probably by the time most of you are listening to this, it'll be available. If you go to johnboymedia.com, go to the store, go to talkingyanks.com, go to the store. Uh, search around the store for like, just if you type talking Yanks at the stadium, it'll come up or stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've already had a bunch of people buy tickets, which is awesome. We, we had it only open to our Patreon members. That was a little perk for them. It's exciting, man. It's, it's going to be a good time. We, we basically, our goal was to plan as much fun of an event as we could do. Um, so we got the beer and good food package. (laughs) That's basically that. I was talking to the ticket people, and they gave a bunch of packages, and I was like, okay, so this one has the booze and the good food, and they're like, yeah, so, and it's 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 going to be sweet. We got seats in the home run area, so we're, you're going to guaranteed to catch a home run ball, which is pretty cool, so yeah, and then good time. crowd surfed out, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you catch the home run ball, you're getting crowd surfed out to the field, and you will be kicked out of the game, but yeah, it's a hell of a story. Yeah. How you doing, Jake? Where's your Where's your brain at? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. I did. I did have some um, some Kentucky Derby drinks yesterday. Uh, with our our mutual friend, ex roommate Jeff. He uh he was making me some tequila mules. That was pretty nice. We kind of we combined holidays. We kind of went Kentucky Derby and Cinco de Mayo in one day because can't can't really do Cinco de Mayo on a Sunday. So yeah, got dressed kind of dumb. Had some drinks. So I I had a little bit of the hungover vibes going this morning but good hungover vibes like just being a little over the top silly i was making jokes about ted bundy's brother fred bundy and his auto shop slashing prices i don't know it wasn't good jokes or anything but 
I, I was in a good mood. And then, like you and I discussed on the pregame show, which, by the way, a lot of people have been tuning into the pregame show, which is very cool. So if you're one of those people, thank you. If not, check it out. Like, this game today fully dictated how we were going to feel. If we won, good. That's good. We just beat a good team at home. Two out of three. That's what we're supposed to do. Uh, if we lost, all the bad things would have multiplied. We'd be like, damn, we lost the series. Pax got hurt. Things suck again. We'd be angry. So I'm generally in a good mood. How are you doing, Jim? I'm in a good mood. I just checked Twitter because the Yankees optioned Stephen Tarpley down to make yeah. room for Clint Frazier tomorrow, back to an eight-man bullpen. And then I saw a tweet about Game of Thrones, and I was like, fuck, got me. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Thrones just started. I'm going to have to gonna have to be off Twitter for a couple hours, which is tough break. But yeah, that's all right. And I, I think I told you this. I forget if this was the pregame show or we were just talking to Joe's McFly. But I, this is the first Thrones episode I'm not excited for, so I think it's going to be really good because my expectations are down. So that's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the... The tarp thing wasn't confirmed for Clint. I mean, do we think when when can Chad Green come back? When is his ten days? It up? just got confirmed, is what I just saw. Oh, it did. Well, yeah. I saw Tarpley went down. I didn't see they called Clint up. Oh, Boone said that in his post game. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's good. Help help is on the way, and that was the other thing that we kind of landed on in the pregame show was that it it's now it's like survival crew. It's who's gonna play well enough. To not get optioned down when these healthy guys start coming back. Mike, did Mikey T save himself today with a, a homer? I don't know. You'd, you'd like to not think it came down to that one at bat and there was more of a plan around it. But I think I, he's, I think, I think Tyro's going to go down before Talkman. Maybe there's, there's a chance. I mean, we, have, we haven't really been seeing Tyro, um, but I mean, if you're playing the outfielder infielder game, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. All Tyro does is hit when he's out there. Yeah, but his development. Like you know, it's better than right. Not it makes halt sense to get him the reps, but yeah, I mean, it depends who's coming back too. I mean, our, if if Hicksy's back in five days, are we just doing all outfielders? And then if Giancarlo's back a couple days after that, I don't know. I mean, it it's it's survival time for these guys that are still there while these guys are coming back. Yes. All right, I'm feeling good. I was happy with this win. I mean, going into this game, if they lost, it would have been. Very upsetting, but they won, so it's not. So let's talk about it. Let's get straight into burn number one, Jake. Oh wow, we're already going to burns. Yeah, we're 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 twelve minutes into the well, show. Delete him. I, well, we missed a couple things. I I think we normally do some other the injury update stuff. Yeah, um, we just kind of did it. Clint Frazier's coming back t- on Monday. Aaron Hicks is maybe like a week away. No, I think that's too early. But I think like two weeks. I think they said seven to ten days, like the other oh, day. Oh, the the most concrete thing is if things go well, Hicks will be in, with the Yankees in Tampa. When so, yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, man, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, Stanton, they're they're still like he's taking BP now, so he's still a week away. But he's been a week away for a month and a half. Yeah, so. St- Stan's the one that has me the most shook right now. Just because you're right, those have been the weird updates. And did you? I, I don't know if you want. Do you want to talk Paxton now or save it for after game two? Because he he got hurt. Yeah, we can save the Paxton for after the game. Who else are we missing? Dylan Batansis is throwing, and uh, he's starting a throwing program. And Cashman eyes it for June. 
Gre- uh, Greg Greg Bird's foot is getting better, but as you and I kind of discussed, it's like <laughs> you're gonna need a lot to happen, Greggy B, to to come yeah, back I to pinstripes. He's, he's he's going to he's going to triple A, I believe. Uh, Aaron Judge, they're not even gonna say anything. Jacob, Jacoby Ellsbury, they didn't say anything. Didi Gregorius is starting a rehab assignment on May twentieth, and he's progressing really well. Tulo is shut down, and Severino will not return until after the All-Star break. A lot of people on Twitter I saw act surprised by this. I'm confused by their su- surprise. Um, clearly, Luis Severino is a long way away. He hasn't yeah. done a thing. I don't yeah. even know if they know what the problem is yet. So, uh, yeah, It's going to be a while till we see Sevi. The, the Didi stuff is pretty wild. I mean, rehab and... Starting May twentieth, I mean, there's there's a chance he could be with the Yanks for June one. So it's uh uh and the the injury times suck and they still suck, but it will be like some delayed parties with guys coming back. So yeah, and Andujar being back is good, and Johnny Lasagna will be back up with the team, and we'll get into that. Let's burn game number one. Let's burn game number one. On your mark, get set, burn. Kyle, Kirk Gibson, and the Minnesota Twins come in to face the Big Maple. Wow, Minnesota versus Canada there. Hope everyone tries their hardest and nobody gets hurt. Good, clean game, okay? Fortunately, Pax did get hurt. Sad face. Anyways, bottom one, Glaber RBI single. Yup. If a common man can have it, so can the king. King Louie RBI single. 2-0 Yanks after two. Bottom four, the small ball Yanks play two more on a pass ball and a ground out. 4-0 Yanks. Hey, enough of this small ball. Unleash the Kraken. Gary Solo Dolo in the fifth. And then bottom seven, it's so nice he'll do it twice. Gary, second homer of the game. It's a route. Brilliant performance by the pen, minus Zach Britton. Packs to Holder to Gainley to Britton to Chapman. Yanks win, 6-3. This is a nice game, huh? It's a nice game. We had that nice lead. There was the little scare when the, the Twins tacked on uh, a couple in the later innings against Britton. But uh, no, man, nice nice game. Gary is scary and healthy and back. That sounded like, what, what the hell is that? That sounded like it was about to be like a children's limerick. Gary is scary and healthy and back. Gary is scary and healthy and back. Gary is make, scary and healthy and Make back. sure you go to the school and run around the track. Or your bike, your mother's back. There you go. That's one that's in one of those limericks. Am I using limerick right? No. But good game minus Paxton getting hurt. What's that? Say it again. Uh, it was a good game minus Paxton getting hurt. Yeah, but the bullpen kind of like, okay, is this weird? The Paxton gets hurt sucks, but being able to put the bullpen on display and it actually doing its job because it's been somewhat of a disappointment. I kind of liked that. It was like, okay, this is an option for us in the future. Like to have everyone come out and perform sucks that Paxton had to leave the game. I think the blessing was like, yes, this is what we can do twins yeah, the best I, team in baseball who has the best I, offense we can still just bring out a different guy every inning and shut you down i've got more of a spin zone for you jim i mean you know pitchers get nicked up and i mean knock on wood maybe this is paxton's injury for the year and it's a knee thing and cashman had one of the otter quotes he said did you did you hear cashman he said it'll be a maximum no longer than three weeks until he's back which i like uh, that yeah, cha- they've completely changed the way they handle timelines <laughs> 
We heard Greg Bird get asked his timeline. He said timelines are pointless. Judge yeah. has repeatedly said there's no use in giving a timeline. Uh, I, I tweeted out the best thing to come of this injury barrage, barrage is one, G.R. Shella. Two, the Yankees have changed the way they handle timelines, and there's no more of this bullshit nonsense uh, besides kind of with Stanton right now. Yeah, so Other pack, than that, but um, Pax, get get the knee healthy, big fella. Uh, we'll see you. I mean, he pro he misses you know four or five starts, something like that. I, hey, keep keep the arm fresh. We'll we'll see what Johnny Laza's got you think again. Four or five is that what it is? I I would give I would have guessed three or four. I would have guessed four, max. Um, okay, sorry, I threw the five in there. Um, that well, that changed my mindset because I was thinking three, maybe four, the way they do it, but three to f- four to five is worse than three. Okay, and. I uh yeah we'll 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 see Pax back in a little bit. It's it's not the the arm which is your, normally the big concern with a pitcher. And yeah, man, the the bullpen looked great. Everyone got a strikeout. Uh, Britain did his little bad Britain thing that happens now and again. But I mean, seven innings pitch, two earned runs from the bullpen. That's like a really good start. Only yeah. only gave up two hits. The whole bullpen. Yeah, the whole game. Paxton. Did Paxton? How many hits did Paxton? Paxton gave up two hits, and then the bullpen gave up two hits. Correct. I'm trying to count how many starts it is. Well, we have to see when he's healthy too. I think it's if it's three max. I think it's three starts. I was completely like three starts is nothing. Then you threw five out there, and now I'm worried because that's something. So three to five. You threw me. Yeah, those are two different reactions in my brain. So you threw me for a loop there. Now I'm kind of worried about Pax. Sorry for the loop there. I was going to do um, this whole spiel about how I'm not worried. Unintentional, um, and I, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, thank you for being sorry. What else happened in this game? Gary just crushes balls, dude. I mean, he is amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's insane. Uh, you and I, I know you. We we've talked about this off air before, but you and I make uh, a somewhat of a conscious effort not to talk about getting into the weeds of Twitter and stuff just because that, that's not good podcasting. That's just us complaining about something to, in your guys' ears right now. Yeah. Um, it was just, it, <laughs> you, you had the best sentence, so I'm just going to repeat it. <laughs> you said, I thought fighting the Gary haters when he, ha- when he did something bad was the worst, but fighting Gary haters when he has a good game... <laughs> Is so much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, they still come it's out. Like it, it, the dude had a two homer game. He looks great. Like be happy, but like they can't do it because they've already put up a mental block and they've like they've said things they can't take back. So they're just anchored down in this carry hole. And it's like, well, you're missing out on the best catcher in baseball who's on a Hall of Fame path. <laughs> so, dude, it's crazy because because ugh. Here's the thing. That game was the best example of Gary. His offense is amazing. Twins didn't steal one base. Check. His starting pitcher came out in the third inning, and he had to guide four different relievers through the game. Check. He had one pass ball at the end of the game. Check. I got more tweets about the one pass ball than the home run. Well, no, that's not true. The home runs, I got to get my tweets. But you know, you get what I'm saying. I still yeah. got tweets about that one pass ball that in 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 the impact of the game had nothing. And has anyone stolen a base on us since Gary came off the DL? 
Ooh, I don't know. I'd ha- I'd have to double check, but it's it's clearly better than Romine and Higashioka. And yeah, I I uh, the 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 one comparison that you and Joe's gave me a pat on the back because we were we were in the Yankees Twitter weeds late night because that basketball game was on the four OT game, which was pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, I I said I I was I was looking for a weird Jakey comparison, and I said it's it's like a it's like people have a winning lottery ticket with Gary Sanchez, and it's a million dollars, and they go to hand in the lottery ticket. And then they tell you like, oh, well, there's, you know, congratulations. Here's there. There is a fifty dollar fee that you that we it's a processing fee for handing in the ticket. And it's basically like if you had that happen to you and you threw a conniption and were like, what a fifty dollar fee. I don't even want the million dollars. Enjoy, Gary, guys. It's it's honestly special what he's doing. <laughs> like Special. Uh, yeah. Let's just call it like the passball tax. Cat pass ball tax. That's what you have to pay to yeah. collect your winnings. Yeah. Which is I mean, dude had what, eighteen hits now and eleven of them are home runs. <laughs> yeah. His numbers are insane. His numbers match what he did in two thousand sixteen, Jake. Like his first week in two thousand sixteen, they're like really similar. Like he just crushes every ball. His hot streaks last like a month at a time. Yeah. So I mean we'll regress and come back down to normal, but like Gary, you know, they say home run hitters are streakers, streaky and you have like a, a good week. Like Gary's hot streaks last a month and then he goes back a little down and still good. But we'll see. Yeah, it's um, I, I mean, he's it's it's been a pleasure to enjoy for myself. Um, if if you're not, it's it's OK. Like, come back and en- enjoy Gary. I took some um, notes from game one. We got the bad send by Nevin. Yeah, ne- Nevin sended. It was Voider, right? Yeah, Voit. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think you had the picture. The left fielder had it, and he was like two strides away from touching third base. Yeah. Um, I think they, I think they must have came into the game saying like, "Let's test Marwin Gonzalez and left," and uh, the throw beat him by a while. Um, it would have if it was the '90s, we would have seen a hell of a collision at home plate. <laughs> yeah, it it would have been Voit versus Mitch Garver, and basically a low man wins. Um, it was good for Mitch and for Luke that they took that rule out of it. But he was out by half a base path, forty five feet. Yeah, I mean, you could see him say, "Why'd he send me?" Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he slid, <laughs> like, yeah. does he not know who I am? Yeah. And then Voight got thrown out later at second, right? We thought he got hurt. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't think he got hurt. That's just what he does when he's mad. But the broadcast thought he was hurt because he just kind of like hangs down there. He like yeah, throws he, himself down and then just hangs down there. He does like the meathead, like, like flex head down mad at himself. But this time it looked like he was looking at his wrist or something. I think that's what got the, uh, the yes crew, but... Uh yeah, so two outs, <laughs> two outs on the base paths by Voight in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I have more on that later. Okay. Uh, Glaber um, made a bad error. Yeah, that was that was going to be a double play, right? To end the inning. Yeah, and he just gets zero outs. Just yeah. end. It wasn't. It was just a straight boot job. Uh, Paxton got out of it. He gave up only one run. Got out of it, but that was brutal. Uh, that was that would have been that was a bad bad error. And Holder did really good. Those were my notes. Like Holder, two clean innings. 
Yeah, man. Uh, I I may be talking about Johnny Holds uh, in a little bit when we get to awards. Uh, his ERA is down to four flat on the year now. Um, which Knowing I know where it started from. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know reliever ERA, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, he's uh he's he's been back of lately, which honestly has been huge. He pitched two huge innings of that game. Uh, it it made a three inning start due to injury not be a problem. Yeah. All right, let's move on to game two, Jake, which I really wanted to just crush the Twins game two. Yeah, should we talk about this a little bit? You and I were both on the exact same wavelength. Like, have you you seen the the gif of the old Niners coach, Jim Tonsula, yelling bludgeon? (laughs) No. It's one of my favorite gifs. I might send it to you now. Um, But, uh, like, we both had that mentality, like, okay, yeah, these twins think they're hot stuff. Let's show them the Yankees. And then we uh, we kind of got it handed to them. Yeah, let's, here, let's see what happened game two. On your mark. Okay. Get set. Burn. May the fourth be with you, James, as bad first name Jake Odorizzi against the Happer, J-Hap in the Bronx. Zeros through three until Mitch Garver strikes back. Two-run shot on the short porch. C.J. Cron hits one a Galaxy far, far away. Fielder's choice, and it's 5 nothing. Twins. Very you, Jimmy. Very you. Uh, the Yankees would mount a little bit of a comeback. Guardy scores on a wild pitch, 5-1. Okay, okay. That's a good combo. D.J. LeMahieu single to left center. It's 5-2. to two. All right, all right. Oh, no. Jonathan Scoop. 6-2 Twins. Help us, Gary Sanchez. You're our only hope. Gary Sanchez hits another bomb. 444 at 6-3. Are we going to do this? Let's get him. Let's get him. No. Nelson Cruz, all-time bad guy, worse than any of the darts. 7-3 Twins. That would be your final, Jim. Yanks lose, even though CC looked beautiful as Yoda. <laughs> this game was you. game sucked. Cameron Maven with the robbed home run. Did you get that in there? I didn't get it in there. Um, again, that was another uh, another odd Twitter thing. Uh, he he missed one and then he got one. Um, the 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 one he caught was beautiful, man. That was a nice robbery. Yeah, that was a nice catch. That's as nice as they look. Um, yeah, Cameron. And by the way, we haven't mentioned him yet, and he may get mentioned later. Cam, did he get a hit today? Does he still have a hit in every game? Uh, I think he got a walk today. I don't know if he, he had a walk. A so no hit. Oh, for two. So that's that's tough. But what 330, a bum. 333, 481 OBP. Uh and the great catch. And yeah, that that could have made it a lot earlier game. Um I'm not gonna defend Happer fully um with his performance. He he finishes with um he finishes five point two four earned runs, which end of the day doesn't look too too bad. Uh could have been worse if uh, Cameron Maven doesn't rob a three-run homer. Um, he got short porch pretty good by Garver. Um, there's a chance Judge could have caught it. I don't think he does personally. Um, if Happer was pitching today and the same stuff happened, I don't know if any of the home runs hit off of him get out of the ballpark. Because <laughs> um, I know you you retweeted that good stat by uh, James, James Smythe, I believe it's pronounced. Um, that Le- the ball LeMahieu hit <laughs> had normally would be like 80% gone and, and didn't get out today. Um, so I, I'm not going to fully excuse that because I mean, the summer's coming and that's the stadium we play in, babe. But, uh, 
It it was kind of weird because at five point two he only had eighty one pitches when he when he, this sounds dumb when he wasn't getting hit he was full on cruising. <laughs> um, there's some expert analysis for you. No, I think it's very weird. I was trying to sum it up on Periscope. It's like if someone was to ask me, did was were they slap were they crushing Jay Happ? I'd say nah. No, they got a bunch of cheap home runs. Even the one that went out to center field. That just carried like off the bat. Kay didn't call it a home run. I didn't. Everyone acted as if it was just going to be a pop up. Talkman was running down with Gardner, and then it just kept going. Uh, so it's like he did not get knocked around. Right. But that is the stadium that he plays half of his home games in. So you need to limit those fly balls. So it's still bad. Yeah. But I don't think it's damning for like the future, if that makes sense. Yeah, you kind of have to shrug because this was where we were a couple feet away from like a six inning one earn run start from J Hap, where we'd I'd be yelling at people right now that he's been better in his last three starts than uh, Pat Pat Corbin and stuff like that, blah blah blah. But here we are, five point two four earn runs. Uh, the team with the most home runs in baseball got him for two home runs. Uh, you could say it could have been three, or you could have said it could have been zero. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a a shrug. Um, and I I was interested. I maybe maybe I'll DM my best friend David Cohn. Um, but yeah, I wonder if you're the pitcher, like how do you how would you walk away from that? Like you see 81 pitches, are you like I kind of wish I wasted a few more? Um, I know that's that wouldn't seem like that's a mentality that a pitcher would normally have, but I don't know. Um, when when you give up, when, his post game interview was very similar to what we're doing. We're like, okay. he knew he couldn't say. I don't know. It kind of felt good, you know. He knew he couldn't say that, right? But he, you could tell he did. And then someone asked him a question that pissed him off at the end. I almost made a video of it. Then I was like, nah, not worth it. Yeah. Um, because people would like try to find out what report it was. Some reporter said, "So are you saying that like you're not pitching good in Yankee Stadium because of the short porch?" Right. Uh, trap and, question. And Hap, yeah, and Hap looked at him, looked away. So when he answered, he just wasn't looking at the person who answered and just said, "No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the, he was saying the way baseball is nowadays, you need to respect the short porch no matter who the batter is." Because Mitch Garver just, blo- he said, the word he used was Mitch Garver just blocked that outside pitch. Right. Like, didn't like put an offensive swing on it, did like a defensive, just like block it from being a strike and hit a home run. So I was saying like, more guys are doing that now than when I was younger. So I need to learn to pitch to everyone that way. But uh, yeah, he got pissed off. But yeah, it was an interesting interview because. Good, good answer, J-Hab. Um well, yeah, I, he, I, he knows how to answer questions and do the whole dance. I I think the only thing that we're bearing, and I don't know how much we're talking about this later, were the two Anduhar errors. <laughs> the first one, I laughed at. Like, what was your reaction when it happened? I mean, it's an error. You know, it's it's like it it was kind of like it it was kind of the giggle. You're like, yeah, uh, Anduhar's back. He booted it. It's like, well, you you almost couldn't write that. It's it's all right. Like it. It's an error. It's not necessarily a damning error. And then <laughs> the damning error came. <laughs> yeah. Later like the on. The most damning error. I just laughed at that first one, too, because it's like, well, that's that's a movie script right there. First yeah. ball right to him. False, first ball right. He didn't even have to move his feet. Yeah. And uh, so whatever. It was two right at him. Spin zone. 
And then the next one, when he has the double play and just throws it into right field. Right. That one hurt me because, like, Urshela's been turning everything into a double play. And there we have an easy, easy double play. Right. Just boots it. He did make three nice plays in the game. Well, I don't even know if they're nice, but for Anduhar, he made three nice plays. Maybe one of them was nice for any third baseman. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it's... uh. It is nuts, man, and it's uh, it's one of the biggest conversations in Yankee world right now. The the whole Urshela the God situation, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's three outs. <laughs> that's that's an inning. <laughs> yeah, that's an inning difference of baseball. Uh, for Urshela's at third there, but we should we should also be happy. Well, a Andujar comes back, which we like that. B we were happy they DH'd Gary. Um, because it was day game after a night game, and the Yankees are showing they believe in hot. So we yep. we were happy about that decision. I think last year there's no way Gary plays. I think last year they say this is going to be Gary's off day, and it's his off day no matter what, and he doesn't play. And we've seen them budge from that a couple times this year. Yeah, where they are somewhat giving in to the hot hand and play your best players. Where last year they straight up didn't <laughs> ever. It all, it almost it almost became a joke. It was almost like they believed in <laughs> they believed in odds. Like if you hit a home run, you were going to get benched the next day because you can't hit back to back home runs. Um, it like there was a couple times when it genuinely seemed like that. So it was good that after Gary hit two monster home runs and he's on this crazy streak that they put him back in and he ended up catching one later in the game. In the game, yeah, we got to see Joe Harvey, Stephen Tarpley, and Jake Barrett. Yeah, and that's um. There was a tipping point in this game. So Harvey comes in. I'll tell you he, the tipping points. Oh boy! So Har- Harvey comes in and he holds. Um, and then we had the. I think we had the two, three, four in the lineup coming up. I want to say it was Voigt, Gary, Anduhar, and I. I said in my head, if they don't do anything here, the Yankees are going to throw all the last guys in their bullpen, and they're happy with that because that's how the Yankees operate, and that's exactly what happened. I, they should have went to Sessa. It's not time to blow it yet. I mean, Jake Barrett, he got 1.2 innings pitched. Booney said he didn't, didn't even meet him. He met him at the, and Lindsay Adler with the great tweet. He met him at the buffet. He came up with the pitchers instead of Paxton and Boone said hi to him. It's funny. And then he pitched that inning. You're right. They, I, I would have rathered Sessa than Tarpley. Like this was the Yankees dream loss. Tarpley has a lot to work on, Jake. I was happy with him. Like last year at the end of the year, he was really good. Yeah. The so he didn't have a pass ball or a wild pitch. He had back in the day, he had five of those in three innings. Right. And the rest of the Yankees in 260 innings had a combined five. Right. So like he's just spiking balls, getting cross ups. So he didn't have any of those, Jake, but he had a balk. Because he slipped on the mound, which Pretty I don't know. Hilarious, Bob. I don't know if you can blame it on him, or I don't know what happened there. Sometimes you just slip. Yeah, you just call that a baseball oddity, kind of. But it, but the runner moves over again, takes away the double play because there's only one out, yep. and then that runner scores on a single or whatever happened, and it's like, man, Tarp, you're a mess right now. Yeah. Every time you come in, like bad things like that happen. Wild pitches, pass balls, box. <laughs> yeah, not good. 
not good stuff isn't happening. <laughs> like that's that's a good that's a good coach phrase when there's a player that's either like the hustle guy or or someone who's a role player on the team and they're just like, "Yeah, when he's coming in the game, we're doing good things." <laughs> Stephen Tarpley, when he's coming in the game, we're doing bad things currently. Yeah, so man. that's not good. Jake Barrett, nice to meet you. Honestly, don't know anything about Jake Barrett. For as much as I follow like the Yankees, I don't know anything about Jake Barrett. Yeah, he um I I think it was Arizona and Pittsburgh was kind of his route and then we claimed um um I don't know, I think there's some advanced stuff on him that he should be better than he is. Uh bad first name. He stays uh, he stays up and Tarpley goes down. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if Barrett has options. I think that's part of the reason we got him. Um well, we'll we'll see. We'll see with Jake Barrett. His stuff looked good, but he did give up a solo home run to Nelson Cruz. But Nelson Cruz is also one of the best power hitters in the league. So Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Let's burn game three. Let's burn game three. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Domingo on Domingo on Cinco as Herman and the Yanks try to take the rubber match against old friend Michael Pineda on this Cinco de Drinco in the Bronx. Bases hucked, bottom two for LeMayhew, little rhyme. RBI single, Guardian Glebe Bay score on a throwing error by Jorge Polanco. Trying to argue our Polanco. May the fourth be with you this weekend. Two nothing Yanks after two. Twins push one across in the fourth, but the Yanks would answer. Let's give them something to talk about. Mikey Talkman blindsides Big Mike for a two-run shot. 4-1 Yanks. It was a Sabbath to remember for Domingo. 6.2, one earned run, 7Ks. And the bullpen makes the Twins look like your ex-boyfriend's band because they go hitless the rest of the way. Canely to Adovino to Chapman. I'm only happy when it rains. Some garbage conditions in the Bronx. 4-1 to one your final after 8. They win the series 2-1. to one. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. Boom. Boom, boom, ba boom, boom. Let's go, Yanks. Boom, 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 boom. Let's give them something to talk about. Just when we wrote them off. A little something. What's the next line of that? Let's give them something to talk about. A little about love. Talking about love. <laughs> yeah, we had it. <laughs> talking with the homer what a psycho dude uh talking with the homer helped us win this game yada 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 i've never seen a pitcher get attacked with fastballs down the middle as much as mike talkman did in this series yeah it was nuts your uh your your one tweet made me laugh out loud um michael pineda striking out michael talkman with three three straight fastballs down the middle yeah i don't know if it's a scouting report or a slump or a combination of the two but Mike Talkman has just been getting out on fastballs down the middle of the plate for the past week and a half now. Pineda was throwing off-speed, dirty pitches to everyone, Jake. Yeah. And then <laughs> Talkman steps up, and it's 93 center, middle, 93 center, middle, 93 center, middle, three strikeouts. All swinging, one foul ball. So, yeah. But he did get the home run, so hey. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll finally take got it, one. <laughs> it was uh, it, I mean, it was it was nuts for a while. If you this this isn't us trying to be douchey. This like this isn't a joke. 
This isn't us being like, Mike Talkman wasn't hitting fastballs. It's like, no. <laughs> my, my guy was getting really hittable fastballs for about a week, and he wasn't doing anything. Uh, so, I mean, good for him. He was, he's such a football guy. It makes so much sense now, screaming in the dugout when he got back, like the fake mad at himself, uh, mad at himself for the past week. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll take that all day, baby. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something, but I forget. Oh, earlier in that game, when they got our first runs, Talkman's up with bases loaded when he got the three right down the middle. And then DJ comes up, and everyone that's a fan of, hey, you just got to put balls in play and things will happen. DJ LeMayu is like the living embodiment of that saying. Balls in play, they could have maybe had the force out at second, tries to go spin Rama, get him at first, throws it away, two runs score. I mean, DJ's crazy. Just ball, just put the ball in play. Yeah, it was it was a really nice snag by Polanco. I already thought it was by him. Um, LeMahieu tried to one up him later, but um, it was a really nice snag. And then, yeah, the the problem for Polanco was it was either go flip with the glove back to second base, or he would have had to do the full whirly bird, which he did. And which, if you're gonna whirly bird, you can't really do the throw to second. Like, you can't go full-speed spin move and just toss one to second, and you can't go full-speed spin mo and whip it to second because he's 10 feet away. So he tried to make the play at first, bounced it, far left, two-run score. Uh, decent base running by Guardy there, but nobody really wants to hear that. So, um, Speaking of good base running, how about my dude Gary going first to third? Gary with the wheels, man. He, uh, it, when, when he wants to go, he can, he can go pretty well. He can. He's got that linebacker special team speed, is what I would say Gary has. I remember in 2017, he stole a base, and uh, one of the beat reporters asked Gary, like, what? so what's up with you stealing? He's like, I'm fast. <laughs> I'm Gary. I am fast. Uh, okay. Anything else on this game? Like, managerial-wise, they took out of, out of brought Canely in for the last out. I thought that was a good move. Yeah, Canely, I mean, he's he's the pure stopper. He's He hit the no-hitter, <laughs> 30 batters without a hit. Um, we should probably talk about him in a couple minutes. We'll see if we do. Um, Adovino kind of felt weird. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't want to use Kentucky Derby references, but maybe I will. But we brought, like, our two our two best horses out of the pen and brought them in just nasty nasty awful conditions in Adovino and Chapman and like we've seen Chapman before in these conditions and like this the slide he can't do it like he's he is such a specimen and everything is so fine-tuned that if you add the water to him he's not going to be able to throw a slider for a strike and we saw that um and then it was kind of the same thing for Vino 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 threw a couple good sliders but I mean, just think about what these guys are doing. They they perfect their craft to such a degree, and then you throw a wet baseball in there. It's kind of impossible to throw to have anyone throw a slider. Never mind what those guys try to do out there. Um, but no, this was uh, outside of the actual rain. I mean, this was kind of a, a nice Sunday game. I was so pissed when they called the rain delay because it's either just call it when it starts raining. Or don't like we have a game that ended, and we didn't get three innings of at bats to come back. Right. Uh, but whatever, we got the win, so I won't complain. Twins lose. Domingo Herman's the best ever. We want to go straight into awards. 
I mean, like, <laughs> the because uh, it it dealt it totally got to the point where this game had to be called, and I'm I'm just looking at the the play by play right now, and for the bottom of the eighth before they call it, it's <laughs> Torres walks, which the pitcher couldn't control his stuff. Torres to second on pass ball by Castro. Torres to <laughs> Torres to third on wild pitch by Romero. It's like, yeah, guys, let's stop this because uh, the game's gotten out of control. So the, I mean, Chapman to in the Marwin Gonzalez at bat. So Booney, I like the Chapman move is what I'm saying because there's the risk of rain delay. Even if it's a four out save, you turn Marwin Gonzalez over to the right side, take the short right. porch a little less out of the equation. Ottavino didn't look his best self there, so I liked bringing Chapman in. He tried to snap off two sliders. One went like slipped it out of his hand way high, right? Yeah. The next one, he tries to grip tighter because he slipped the last one and he spikes it way in front of the plate. Yep. So then he goes fastball. Marwin Gonzalez founds, fouls it off. And now Marwin is thinking that dude can't throw a slider. Like he right. just slipped one. He just spiked one. The fastball was down the zone. I fouled it off. Let me throw another one. Chapman says, ah, let me give this another shot. One more, one more for the kids. One more try. Throws a perfect slider that gets Marwin, and they both kind of look at each other and laugh. Yeah, that was actually awesome. That was that was that was baseball. Like, that was baseball. Marwin Gonzalez and Chapman both smiling, like, you probably should have thrown a fastball. That was a pretty good slider. It's raining. What are we doing here? This is so <laughs> Uh, if the, if that was uh, ball four or whatever, you know what's what's the game then? Like, do they call it right then, or now do they make Chapman pitch in the rain? Like, if he didn't snap that slider off, I think we're in mayhem of a game situation. Yeah, possibly. Um, I don't know. Shrug. The, the if you're a Twins fan, you can't really complain. Some some of the better bullpen arms. You had three outs left, and the Yankees still had a turn to bat. Like it's. I, yeah. You you lost the game, Minnesota, um, yeah. and I, I don't think talking twins is complaining too much right now. They yeah. Complain about other things. Complain about Mike Talkman hitting a two-run job off of you. Let's go to awards. Awards. The first award we do here on Talking Yankees, Talking Yanks, is Talking Yankees. Pride is Talking Yankees. That is what it is saved in my hard drive because that was the original name. Wow. Throwback. We'll have to make some throwback shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pride of the Yankees, Jake. I get to go first because it's Sunday. Yeah. And this is a little bit odd. I'm doing it because whatever. My pride of the Yankees is Domingo Herman. Hey, look at you. You're on you're on the boat, baby. See, like you've given him prides when I don't think he fully deserved it, so I was skeptical. Now I think he's got the most prides on the season, but I'm not going to let that sway me because he is our best pitcher right now, and he wasn't even supposed to be in the starting rotation. 2.3-something ERA in seven games, six games started. I mean, he's he's getting to the point where I, I fully depend on him. Yeah. Uh, they- today, I did not. Like, I thought about it. I said, before this game started, did I have reservations? I like, well, we never know with Domingo. And I was like, I didn't. I didn't. I just kind of thought we were going to get a good start out of him. And we got one. His curveball's nasty. Two-seamer. That one two-seamer he caught. And Gary was doing a hell of a job framing in some of those pitches you see. Or the ump just had a wide strike zone. And they exploited it. But, I mean, Domingo Armand, without him, where would we be right now? Uh, what's his record? We've won five 
of his six, six starts? He's he is personally six and one. So there you go. We're winning when Domingo's on the bump. I mean, um, but we we just you're you're you got on the bat bandwagon just left the station on Domingo. Um, he's been great. His his stuff is filthy. Um, like you said, his ERA is now down two three five. He's one of the, one of one of the best starters in baseball at this point in the season. He's he's on an all star path right now, um, and he's he's just looked great. I mean, he's got more strikeouts than innings pitched. Um, they, uh, I mean, they were doing talks in the yes booth, which is crazy. And I think it was a little linked to the Paxson injury. But they said like, if the Yankees needed, if everyone was healthy and rested, and the Yankees needed one game tomorrow. They said like Domingo probably gets the ball, which is nuts. Which is nuts, and luckily won't happen because it's the first week of May. Had someone tweet and they were like, "Hey, if Cy Young voting happened right now, who would win?" <laughs> like, why would we even? Why would you even think about that? Now let's let's do it. Early <laughs> early round. <laughs> if they voted, Jake. If they voted for the All Star. Based Didi on, would have won MVP last year. If they voted out the All-Star based on just games played today and only Yankees, who do you have in it? Mike Talkman, man. Mike Talkman, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Boom. Who's your pride of the Yankees? My pride of the Yankees. I love your pick, Jimmy. Really good pick, man. Um, I like I like that Domingo guy. Um, I, th- I think you and I are doing the old switcheroo here. Um and that's fine because they deserved it. And I, it would be so rude to not give it to Gary Sanchez. I um, baited you into that. Yeah, that was that. That wasn't pre-planned. That that just made a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I like that. That was that was a good switcheroo. Because then, yeah, I'd be over here ranting about Domingo again and making bad jokes about getting on on the bus and stuff like that. Uh, Gary is good. You, uh, I, I, I got hot on Twitter. I was tweeting out some of the facts. Um, the guy's amazing. If you if you can't get your head wrapped around the pass ball stuff, just that's fine. You're never going to, and I feel it, sorry. For it's you. fine. Yeah, it's it's. I get it. Like there's you just you've seen lesser players do that, so you assume that Gary should do that. That's not exactly how baseball works. What he's doing is incredible. Three home runs this series. Um, Four hits he, and three home runs. Is tied for the league lead in home runs. Um, I, I'm not sure if that still stands. I'm not sure if one of the other guys got one today. Um, and Jimmy, he uh, and it was it's so funny, man. Because I mean, pe- this this sound this sentence I was just about to say sounds douchey, but as people expose themselves so quickly nowadays, um, like someone was like, "Yeah, he's still hitting 232," and it's like, if you think that's a factor at all. You've exposed yourself, and I'm sorry. Um, but uh, by the way, after this series, and it still shows. And Jimmy, you you kind of touched upon it with Domingo and the, the Cy Young stuff. Um, it's still so early in the season. We're a a sixth of the way through the season, <laughs> something like that. Uh, there is still so much baseball uh, to be played. Uh, and by the way, Gary's Gary's batting average is up to 274, and his OBP is up to 361. So, uh, just please try to appreciate what my guy Gary is doing. Um, his 162 game averages right now would be 
a 45 home run season. Um, that's insane. Um, in in 284 games played, Gary Sanchez has 81 home runs. So 241 games, 81 home runs. JT Real Muto, who there was a ton of talk this offseason about him being the best catcher, et cetera, et cetera. JD Real Muto has 500 sift. 570 games played, so almost like two seasons more. That'd be two like 140 game seasons more. 63 home runs. So in two and a half more seasons of baseball, Gary still has almost he has 18 more home runs than JT Real Muto. He's I we we got in the weeds with one guy who who's having trouble with the phrase um, that Gary Sanchez is on a Hall of Fame pace or a hall of hall of fame path um because we forget he's a catcher compare this dude to catchers and you guys will be blown away by what you see um and i think our our girl kt stats is going to have some stuff on that on uh tomorrow's voicemail episode call in the number is 908-845-5792 nice jake what's the most home runs by a catcher in a season uh, the most home runs by an AL catcher in a season is 35, Pudge Rodriguez. How many home runs does Gary Sanchez have this year? Uh, he's up to 11, I think. What's it, 11 in 20 games now? Something like that. <laughs> the record's 35. Gary has 11 in 20 games. There, I mean, I guess, and again, there's still a lot of baseball to play. You know, may, maybe Gary will end up doing, not having a great season. Right now, it looks like he's gonna. Like, Gary Sanchez could have, like, Gary Sanchez could easily have, like, a high 30s homer season, which, again, would be the best power-hitting season by an American League catcher ever. And if you're one of those people, there's still a chance that you could not be satisfied by that. And I I just need you to try. If, if, if you know a friend that's still in that boat or if you happen to be one of those people, I mean, listen to how I sound right now. I sound like one of those commercials that tries to get you like UNICEF or donate to like kids without water and stuff. That's how I have to sound about my incredible all-star young Hall of Fame pace catcher. And that's yeah. insane. Yeah, you're like coming into the boat a little bit after me because I'm kind of like... You already fought this war. Yes, I fought the war. I realized yeah. that there's people that you'll never change your opinion. I, dib- I dabble every now and then, but like I, I don't... It doesn't eat me up anymore. And you right. and Big Baby David are now fighting the war for the first time. Yeah, well, here, here's my thing. It, with what happened last year, it was, okay, maybe there's a chance he's regressed. I, I talked to a, a baseball writer at Winter Meetings who compared Gary to Jeff Francoeur, um, who, when he started seeing more sliders, Jeff Francoeur was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Everyone thought he was going to be the best player in baseball for a while, and then he couldn't hit slider. Uh, so he fell off. So, like... There was a chance that Gary had regressed and something had happened. And, like, I, I like to be as unbiased as I possibly can be. And when I do that, I try to picture an athlete on a Boston sports team. And if, if Gary Sanchez had hit 185 on a Boston sports team, I would have said he had a terrible season and, like, he, he might not be able to come back from that. So there was a chance. If you don't know that Gary wasn't healthy last year by now – you're missing it. So now, yes, I, I, I will, I will be on the battle lines for a little bit. Um, probably a couple mocking tweets 
and then I'll probably be on to the next thing. Nice. All right, let's move on to uh, the bad stuff. You Yankee motherfucker. I had a motherfucker penned in. I'm changing that. <laughs> I think we both did. <laughs> oh, no, you have. There's definitely you don't have the same guy as me. Um, OK, but I don't want to. I like keeping the other awards fun. Like if I'm okay. going to talk negative about someone, I want to put it in the motherfucker. So the other two awards can be fun. But this is undeserving of a motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah, now now you have me twisted. So I'm like in a in a battle here. You I know? thought for sure you were talk going Mikey T before the home run today. Uh, no, I don't care about him. Right, but that would have been a perfect damn effort because you just make a joke about him forgetting what a fastball is and you move on. Okay, my M effort is Mike Talkman. Uh, learn how to hit a fastball, and you're gonna stay around, dude. He's been on the season all year. I gave him the motherfucker last week too, so it's kind of. Don't like that, but whatever. He's bad. Can't hit fastball. He saved it with that home run. He's still like chewing CeCe's ear off after he hit the home run. Yeah. CeCe's like, I don't care, man. I, I mean, I don't, I do not need the pitch by pitch, play by play of your at bats when you hit a home run, Mike. Just, I'd, I'd significantly prefer if you did not. <laughs> <laughs> kind sir. But I mean, I'm over him now because with Clint coming back tomorrow. Talkman becomes a bench outfielder until Hicks is back. Wade goes back to being utility infielder. Tyro Strata goes down and gets his reps in the minor leagues. So, like, Talkman's not really going to be an issue for me anymore because I think his time is over with until Hicks comes back. But the last couple weeks, Sands one home run. We're brutal. So, you'll be my motherfucker, Talkman. There you go. Mike, Mikey T in the power of three. Um, all right, yeah, I think I found mine that, as we just described the MFR, that I think I found my go-to guy, and it'll be Zach Britton, and and he might have gotten one recently too, which again, I I wouldn't feel great about that, but um, it's no, just it's his bizarre, first man. on the year. It's 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 just bizarre how his ability to look so incredibly good and so bad from like pitch to pitch. Like, like normally you can kind of shake that. Like if a guy, if a guy just spikes a pitch or something, you're just like, oh, that was kind of bizarre. You know, oh, CC tried to overthrow that slider. He spiked it. That was weird. The pitch to pitch, the guy can look like <laughs> one of the best relievers in the league and then just look totally lost out there. Um, and I just, you got to tighten the screws at some point. Um, you know, it, it, it hasn't been, it's been nothing too crippling to like a game or a series yet, really. Um, but again, with, with what this team wants to do this year and what we'll need him to be, I mean, right now, or and the last time that Chapman was out because he needed a rest day, Zach Britton was our closer on, on that day. Um, so he's, he's just tighten the screws, babe. I have something interesting. So Paul O'Neill said that uh, Britain may be the kind of guy who needs to pitch every all the time. Otherwise, he loses his rhythm, you know? Right. The muscle memory and all that. His 2016 season, Jake? Yeah. He pitched... Let me give you a little breakdown here. Give me a little he, breakdown, Jim. So on zero days rest... It's like 20 games. One day rest, it's about 20 games. 
two days rest. It's like 10. There's, there's 10, four day rests. Like he was pitching the most yeah. he went was four days off and he did that rarely. So maybe there is something to that. You know, maybe he did, he does need to be out there and that's what the Yankees need to do is just, even if it's a blowout loss, throw Zach Britton out there instead of throwing in. Tarpley and Jake Barrett, just give that in to Britton so he can stay regular. Maybe that is the, the formula for him. Like, if maybe more use and you know not a lot of days rest is the key. I'm looking at his 2017 year. There's some injuries in here, but once he was uninjured, like look at this: one day rest, one day rest, four, one, 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 two, 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 zero, zero. Like he gets used a lot. Let's let's give Zachy B some regular work. I like that. And I mean, the other dirty little secret from that 2016 season is he gives up a lot of ground balls, and the left side of his infield was Machado and Hardy, which <laughs> they were arguably the two best defenders at their position. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm all for the like make Zach Britton regular. Yeah, make yeah. Zach Britton regular. Make Zach Britton regular again. Nice. Who's nice. so? Is that both our mother buggers? Yeah. Okay, here is my next award, Jake. That 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 tends to be the negative side of things, kind of. Ooh, interesting. This is the "Are you too good for your home?" award. Ooh, love it. Time to go home, there, ball. Oh, son of a bitch, ball! Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! God, uh, uh, Luke Voigt had an awful three games. Jake, he had one hit in eleven at bats. He had one walk. He got thrown out at home. Not his fault. He got thrown out at second. KT Sharp had the stat that he's made five outs on the base paths, not including pickoffs, caught stealings, or force plays, and no player in the MLB entered with more than four. So he's leading the league in outs on the base paths because he tries to extend singles to doubles. That's not what this is about. Uh, his splits right now, I mean, and these are small sample size. Right. But he's crushing it away from home. Right. He's got like a one point. I can bring it up real quick. He's got a 1.125 OPS on the road, which makes sense because he just had a crazy West Coast trip. A 666 OPS at home. That's what I didn't realize. He's got a 411 OBP at home, 362. 214 batting average at home, 317 on the road. We saw this with Stanton last year. Don't make it a thing, Luke. Right. This don't, ne- make, don't make it so a reporter has to ask you that question. Yes. So yeah. this, I'm, vi- I'm way early to it. It's not a problem right now because it's so early. It's... Right. it's um. It's 17 games at home and 15 away. So we're talking about small, small sample sizes. But we saw this with Stanton last year and with Judge the opposite way last year. And uh, don't let's not fall into this season because I think, Jake, if he has one more bad series, this four-game set versus the Mariners, if Luke Voigt has a bad series, I think it becomes a thing in the Twitterverse and everywhere else. Like, wow, Voigt struggles at home this season. So let's not make it a thing. Don't be too good for your home. I, I think he, because he still had some good at-bats today. He had a nice battle with Pineda. Um, 
he he's still you know controlling the zone everyone's favorite phrase but yeah just it seemed like um when he got when he was getting his pitches to hit it looked like he was trying to do just a little too much with them um and, and it again, was a Hart, bummer that all Gary's shots were, were two one, solo shots yeah um well yeah dude that's that's so Gary dude yeah what a dick a guy guy can't hit three run homers without anyone on base wow okay <laughs> real mudo coulda <laughs> you ever see Johnny Bench play? That's a catcher. Didn't Johnny Bench have like the same amount of pass balls as Gary in his rookie season? Yeah, I mean, it's just, that's... All right, you're up. Who's your I first can't. award? Uh, I am giving the, the the junior year of high school award. Okay. The junior year of high school award. So, Jimmy, it's, it's, it's the first day of junior year of high school. Okay. You come in. Everyone's got their new their new first day of school outfit that they've been saving all summer for this day. And uh you you go into your second class, maybe it's science, maybe a little biology class. You go in there and you see you see like a you're a, a girl you knew, but now you're like, "Whoa. She got hot over the summer." And guess who's about to get real hot? Um, blew, threw me for a loop now because your award is like talking about a 16-year-old girl being hot. <laughs> okay. But who's going to be really hot? Uh, Glaber. It is Glaber Torres. See, you got it. You were there the whole time, baby. Um, Glaber, is, he has a hitting streak going. There's probably Did so many get... juniors in high school who have such big crushes on Glaber Torres. I could see that. Glaber's skewed. Um, yeah, he got one hit today, so I think his hitting streak is up to eight or nine. Um, 11. Wow. Eight or nine or 11. Um, 11 game hitting streak for Glaber Torres. He. 11 game hitting streak for Glaber Torres. He had. and And that's the thing. It's kind of. He's still not having great at bats. Um, like he he doesn't he hasn't looked all season he hasn't looked like that great Glaber that we saw when he first came up. And I just think it's coming. Like he he wasn't having his best at bats. He's got a little hit streak going. He's been getting some hits. I think he's got the that'll bring him the confidence. I think Glaber's about to get raw hot. Raw hot. Raw hot. Wearing like a tube top or something. Ooh, I don't like tube tops. I'm on the record. You wouldn't like a picture of Glaber Torres in a tube top. Oh, yeah, I'd like that. Thank you. Uh, my next award is the Gone Mormon. Gone Mormon. Yep. Gone I Mormon award. use repeat awards. Ha! Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha ha ha! Now, the Gone Mormon award, Jake. Any Mormon. Any, any questions or, or any inclination as no, to I mean, who? I, I I know who it is. Just like tell us. Who is it? The Gone Mormon Award. Yeah. It's uh it's Gio Urshela. No, it's not Gio Urshela. It is Tommy Canely, who has previously won the Oh There You Are Peter mm. Award. And creepily enough, has also won the She's Only 17 Award from you. Which kind of was the same junior Whoa. year of high school award. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, 
Yikes. (laughs) Got a a bad resume forming over here. Oh, man. (laughs) That one's a song lyric. That's a song you really like. I was just trying to impress you. I'm going to go... I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fish through your awards, see if we got anything else creepy yeah, here. This uh if this is my last podcast, it's been it's been real. Yeah. I mean when you combine the junior year of high school Okay, okay. She's only Let's 17 talk about the damn awards. And don't let and date Let's hear date it. date night. Are you done? <laughs> Am I up? Tommy Canely, man, he's gone Mormon, he's no caffeine, no coffee, Red Bull, cuts it out of his life. He's the best ever. Um uh, he just broke the Yankee record. For most appearances without allowing a hit or a run. Right. In the history of the franchise. 11 straight appearances without allowing a hit or a run. That's the longest such streak in Yankees history tweeted by Katie Stats. Katie Stats, our our girl. And also, credit to you because you did say that Canely could rise the ranks. And this is the last time I'm going to give you kudos because I think I've done it a lot now. But we were wrong. You were right. We're dumb. You're smart. It's uh, I mean, it's nuts. Like, I, you know, I'll, I'll take credit that, you know, a reliever can bounce back from a bad year. But I mean, to 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 say anyone thought he was going to be this good, um, no, because this is the best he's ever been in his career. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's been awesome, man. I mean, that's it's a Bugs Bunny changeup. Um, and he's just outsmarting hitters. He got he got a little lucky today. Uh, his, his strikeout he got, he bounced pretty good. I think a little more than he wanted to, but he got the swing and a miss. I was shocked uh, that dude swung at that. Everyone was. I think the guy that swung was. was like, <laughs> um, no, check the tape. And the whole dugout's <laughs> like, no, you swung, man. I, like, I did. Yeah, the, I really the, did. Tommy, Gary, the hitter and the ump were all like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Um, but, uh, Hey, that's, uh, Steven Tarpley, bad things happen. Um, Tommy Canely, good things happen. Wow. Wow. Good things happen when you go Mormon. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Some weird awards today. Yeah. Okay, creep. Yeah. What's your next award? Uh, my next award is the hot 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't get that one out, huh? Um, and that's fine. Uh, no, Jimmy, my, uh, my award is the Stay Off the Weed Award. Okay. Any guesses? Um, Cameron Maven. Uh, no, man. Okay, that was my guess. Damn. Oh, Anduhar, uh, stay off the grass. Be a DH. No, Jim, that would make too much of sense. Uh, this award, actually, no, you're going to like this a lot. This award goes to... Jonathan Holder, my guy. Um, oh, because he was a pothead in college. That I that I defended. Uh, I I defended to. I got roped into defending him this off season. Like he's he's good, but like I, I don't know. I I found myself back against the wall clawing for Jonathan Holder. And Jimmy, let me tell you why. So last year, you remember Jonathan Holder? He was awful. Um, yeah. his his first three appearances. Um, and Jimmy, coincidentally. All those three appearances were before 420 last year. And he came back to the Yankees on 421, April 21st. So last year, after 420, Jonathan Holder was 63.1 innings pitched, a 242 ERA. Jimmy, 
this year. Jonathan Holder. Leading up through 420, he had a 6.55 ERA. Since 420, seven innings pitched, nine strikeouts, a zero ERA. If the glove fits, you must acquit. Tip the waitress, try the veal. Enjoy your evenings, folks. You had a good time. I was very funny. She's only 17. Wow, You ever look up Jonathan Holder's pictures of him at college? Yeah, with the, uh, the, the, the stoner hair going on, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a stoner. So from 420, work, work that into your stuff. Do we have to talk about Andrew Horner, Shella? I said that thing right there. Here, um, I'll, I'll give my quick 30-second quick synopsis of it. Yeah, I, th- I think let, let's do a little synop, and it's going to be a big topic tomorrow on the voicemail app. Oh, yeah, we should save it. Okay, I'll do 30 seconds real quick. Yeah, give, give, your, give your elevator pitch. Per stats, Andujar is the worst defensive player in baseball at his position right now. His is that good def- or bad? His defensive runs saved are worse than any other position player in baseball. That's 30 teams, folks. Anyone that's played 1,200 innings, which is like a season's worth, at one position, he is the worst in all of baseball. I love Andujar. Do I think he can improve? I do. I think he can become average. Right now, what's the best recipe for a win? It's Urshela at third and Andujar in the DH. Now, once Stanton and Hicks are back, maybe Urshela regresses and as bad is bad enough that we do Andujar over it and we suck up the bad defense. But right now, I think it's such an interesting conundrum because if you want to win every day, Urshela gives you extra outs. And Andujar takes away outs. And getting outs is the name of the game. I think it's very... I think the Yankees will just go with Andujar. I think they're going to say, he's our guy. He, we were starting the season with him as our third baseman, and that's our plan. I think that's what they're going to do. They'd be lying to themselves if they didn't want to pencil or shell in at third base while his bat is doing good things as well. Yeah, and we, we've started getting some of the storylines about Gio Urshela, that he's changed stuff, blah, 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 and... Um, I mean, he's so gifted with the glove that he clearly has eye hand. And um, the answer is if Gio Urshela is playing like this and doing, if he can do 80% of what he's doing on offense, it's yeah, roll Gio Urshela out there. Um, It's not going to be an issue for a while. That would be my final takeaway. Um, With the guys that are coming back soonish, it's mostly outfield guys or pitchers. so this isn't really an issue yet, and I, I, I'd say that would be before you get huffy or puffy, whether you're, you're going to be screaming for Andujar or you're going to be screaming for Urshela, um, we're going to have another month to sample this out and really see what's going on, um, and uh, that's where I'd lay it out. If, if Gio Urshela is doing 80% of what he's doing right now, it's a, it's a real conversation and a real thing that we need to put him at third base. If he regresses to his career numbers, which is like a 600 OPS type hitter, then the conversation goes away. So, Gio Urshela, you've got a month to uh, to seriously alter uh, your career as a baseball player and as a Yankee. Yep. All right. Now, we do have to take care of the prizes really quick, Jake. I put everybody who left a review. We thank all of you very much. I hope you all win, but not all of you can win. That's how that right. goes. So, 10 names. I have a wheel here. We're going to spin it, Jake, 10 times. 
Do you have a pen and paper in front of you by chance? No um, way. I could, I could, I could write on my computer. All right, type these out for me. I'll okay, spin right, them I'll and read them. Out for you. Here we go. Winner number one of the baseball perspectives gift bag is All Rise Nine Two Seven. So if you win one of these, you need to go into your iPad, your iPhone, go into the podcast app, edit your review, screenshot it, tweet it to at John Boy underscore or email it to Jimmy at johnboymedia.com if you don't have Twitter. And once we have proof that it's you, I'll find out your address and I will send you the goodie bag. So all rise, 927. Congratulations. Congrats. Next winner is John Shomers. That's nice John that it's Schomers. like a, a real name because some of these are weird names. Next winner is Owl with three W's, Jake. Owl. That's it? No number or anything? Nope, just Owl. Awesome. Congrats, Owl. Owl. The next winner is Matsui, 55-20. Honey, we got Matsui. Honey. How many did I do now? Four? Four. All right, here we go. The next winner is Sav, one, two, three, Anna. I feel like it's Savannah with a one, two, three in the middle. Sav one, two, three, Anna. Congrats, Sav one, two, three, Anna. Nice. You're the best ever. You're better than the rest. Halfway home. Next, Reese underscore VH. Reese with a C, R E E C E underscore VH. Congrats, Reese. You get a goodie bag. I'm going to write, hand write you a note and say, Congrats, Reese. Congrats, Reese. Oh, Mark Ingram fan 22. Nice. This guy. As a is a active member of the community, Jake, he won an El Gary hat from a retreat the El Gary sign contest. So he's just having a lucky month. If you're a fan of ours, it ends up coming around. We promise. Next, next winner is oh, it landed on Reese again. Can't give that guy Get two the gift hell bags. Out of here, Reese! Wow, talk about being lucky. Yankee fan Ben, I like this name. Gets gets the message across strong, pretty very strong. Yeah. How many more do I need to do? Uh, three more. Okay. Next is G Powers two. G Powers two. Let me let me count again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So last one, Moneyball. Last one, double or nothing, but not really. You're gonna get the same as everything else. It is Ryan Debo twelve. Ryan Debo. D-B-O, Debo, Debo. Debo 12. Nice. Congrats. So congrats to you guys. Let me know who you are. I'll get your address. I will send you a gift bag, Baseball Prospectus 2019 book, some Talking Yank stickers, some Talking Yanks business cards, maybe some Jake Sucks business cards, and uh, a, a very, very eloquent handwritten note by me. I'll drink a bottle of whiskey. I'll get my Ernest Hemingway on. I'll stand up. I'll write you a note, okay? Ernest Hemingway wrote Standing Up Only, Jake. Did you know that? No. Okay. Well, that's it. Any last words? We got the Mariners coming to town. Four games set. So we won't be with you until Thursday night, Friday morning. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Go Yankees.